And hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Reaching and Teaching Podcast presented by CEI. It has been a while, baby. I am your host, Robinson. I'm obviously joined by my co-host, Johnny, and my producer, Joel. Fellas, 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 what it do? What it do? Yeah, what's going on, man? Uh, it has definitely been uh, a tad bit, but there's a lot been, that's been going on. Um, a lot of changes, a lot of different things. So we apologize for those who are diehard listeners of the Region Teacher Podcast, presented by CEI, of course. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just real quickly, I mean, I think the last time we recorded was maybe early July-ish, I maybe. Pre- I think it was June. I think it was June. Nah, nah, nah. I don't think it was. I don't think it was that that early. No, because um, definitely we early had, July. We, nah, nah. I know. I know it was because there was stuff that we wanted to talk about. Like um, we were, we there was stuff with two K. Remember the two K cover athletes came out early July, and we didn't even have a chance to react to it because it was like literally the first four like couple of days of July that they released the cover athletes, and we never really discussed it. Well, I guess then it has been probably closer to a month than I thought it was, but that's all right though because we're back. But yeah, we've uh, had a lot going on the last uh, few weeks, um, particularly the last two, uh, with moving out of our current office space, and uh, COVID has claimed our office space, unfortunately. But we are here to deliver more content, and there's a lot to get to. Obviously, a lot of esports news to get to. Yes, sir. So let's get started. We got a lot, a lot, a lot to cover. So first off, let's talk about Dr. Disrespect. He's back. He has returned to streaming. Uh, a couple days ago, he came back. He is. He was yesterday. On... Yesterday, yesterday, bro. That's, that's right. <laughs> I'm just sorry. My, my it's been a while. I'm sorry. Bear with me. Damn. Apparently, you've been, you're ahead of me on on this. But he has returned to streaming, and this time it's on YouTube. Obviously, uh, the last time we talked. Uh, last time we did a recording, it was in late June, and Twitch banned Doctor Disrespect for reasons we still don't know why. Like to this day, it's it's weird. It's 2020. You think if news if something happens and you don't know why, the details will come out sooner or later. It's been over a month, and we have literally no idea why he was banned from Twitch. But nevertheless, he has he's going to continue to plow through and be a streamer, and he's taking his talents to the YouTube world. So Johnny, uh. What do you think about him returning back? Um, I was I was excited. I, I was happy for him. Um, obviously, Doctor Disrespect for those who are you know followers of the streaming community and the streaming world is one of the biggest personalities in that genre that we have currently going, uh, outside of like you know the the, the ninja ninjas of the world. Um, so he came on to YouTube yesterday. It wasn't an official stream per se, but he was just kind of announcing that uh, on Friday, August seventh, which I believe is today. It is today at, yes, at, uh, at noon uh, Pacific time that he'll be uh, streaming officially. But on, on the stream from yesterday, he uh, 300,000, bro, 300,000 views tuned in uh, within an hour, I believe, of him streaming on, on YouTube. And that just goes to show how much of a, of a cult-like following that he has. And ultimately, I think that returning to any platform is going to be definitely beneficial to that particular platform so in this case is youtube so youtube has a big uh coup in, in their or feather in their cap i should say because uh dr suspect is definitely going to bring them in a lot of attention for their gaming platform which in comparison to the twitch's twitch platforms and obviously now facebook gaming uh is lagging behind a little bit so hopefully this can kind of pick them up yeah definitely so yeah it, it could definitely pick the uh, it could definitely pick it up it's nice to see that he's back Again, we don't know. We're we're not gonna assume the worst of why he got banned. Like 
Twitch, they have a policy of they're not going to reveal details of why they let someone go because it was a he was on a big contract. He wasn't there for that long with Twitch before he got let go. So, yeah, it's uh, hopefully it's nothing crazy why he got let go. Hopefully it's hopefully it's nothing really crazy where you just say I'm done with Doctor Disrespect or he shouldn't be on YouTube. But until until we find out the details, uh, you just gotta be. It's it's nice to see that he's back doing what he likes to do when the fans get to see what Doctor Disrespect is been doing and what he's been up to for this past month and a half. So good for him. Uh, let's get on to uh, another subject. Uh, Ninja is back after Mixer is done. They they just kapoof kapoof disappeared. Uh, Ninja and Ninja had a lucrative deal with uh, Mixer. It was like a, I believe a thirty million dollar deal. Uh, something Reportedly, like that. yeah, allegedly around thirty million. Yes, yeah. he had a thirty million dollar deal with Mixer. It was it was a, unfortunately it didn't last that long as Mixer folded uh, as of mid late mid to late July, and now he is back on Twitch for the first time in over a year, doing what he does best. Ninja is obviously one of the biggest uh, streamers in the world, probably the biggest streamer in the world. So it's for him and his viewers, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, wherever he's gonna go, people are gonna follow him and. Yes, going back to what he's been doing and having fun with it too. So it's nice to see him back. And it's been a while since, again, it's been a while since Mixer's no more. So it's nice to see him back, Johnny. Yeah, I, I think he had to wait a little while because obviously under contract um, with uh, Mixer uh, at the time and, and having that all worked out because clearly it's an exclusive contract. And so he had to make sure that he got his, his, his money that he was owed to him, but he was able to actually go about and, and stream on another platform. So Glad that he got that all figured out, got his bag, and now he's back on Twitch where, you know, he made his name, you know, and, and became the biggest streamer that we all know to this day. So uh, definitely big time for Twitch to to get him back. Um, and it really sucks for Mixer now, Facebook Gaming, that they don't have, right as of right now, a current face for their platform. So, you know, we just talked about Dr. Disrespect with YouTube. You know, Ninja is back on Twitch. It looks like that uh, Facebook gaming is uh, the op man out. Yeah, it's tough. Who uses Facebook anymore these days? Johnny, what's the last time you used Facebook? No, I mean, don't look at me because I, I just use Facebook for like birthday notifications. But at the same oh, time, you ain't lying. It's, it's, it's not just the app. Like Facebook, the app obviously is not for like our generation anymore. It's more for like, you know, adults and, and other others to reconnect with friends that they might not have seen in a while. But Facebook gaming and Facebook, uh, not TV, but like Facebook like video, like Facebook watch, I'm sorry, that's that's the, the platform where you have like Red Table Talk and other talk shows and stuff like that. Those those things bring in numbers. And so I think that, you know, that segment of Facebook is something that we don't particularly like, think that it's like a, a thing, but it's, it is a real thing and it produces decent content. So I think for Facebook gaming, they need to really hone in on finding someone to really be the face of their platform so they can elevate themselves to a, a bigger audience because right now it's so small and it's so like niche that no one really pays it much attention. And if they are able to you know, bring in someone of a, a value and someone of, of notoriety, notoriety, they can go really, really far. Yeah. Uh, Ninja tw- I made a, sent out a tweet uh, a couple of days ago on August 5th. He said super early stream planned within 14 hours was a super success on Twitch with Dr. Lupo. I really missed this. He had an average of 70,000 viewers for the stream. It was two hours. Uh, live views, he had over a million. Followers, 75,000. And now he just hit affiliate on Twitch. Just like that. It's crazy. So, shout out to him. He's just doing his thing. And, yeah. 
Ninja's officially back doing what he's did. Because really, when he was on Twitch, that was when he was like really emerging as Ninja. Like, whoa, this guy, when he was doing Fortnite on, on Twitch, that was like when he really emerged as one of the top guys. Yeah, he had his things on Mixer, but when he was on Twitch, that was like the early days of Ninja. So that's pretty cool to see him back where it all started for him too. So, yeah. Johnny, let's move on to another subject. Uh, the video game TV network Ven launches a network, 24-7 coverage of esports, pop culture, and technology. I'm reading here on USA Today, a 24-7 esports network. That's pretty cool. You got names like Cash Nasty, who I follow, who plays 2K, Austin Show, uh, Tia John, Sasha Gray. You got a lot of good names on this. Matt Morello. A lot of people have have are back on not not back but a lot of people are on a esports network it's it's pretty cool to see that's something that's 24 7 out uh 24 7 and you can watch it if you can't get enough of video games during this quarantine you can you find something you, you finally bored you're like i can't be on netflix i can't be hulu or do this <laughs> well now you got a network to watch video games 24 7 so that's pretty cool to see uh so Johnny, what are your thoughts on a twenty four seven esports network? Ben? It's, I mean, not to really take away from from Ben, which is the video game entertainment and news network, but we already had a, a full time twenty four seven video game network, and it was called G four. Oh. Who, ironically, before this, I, I believe a week before this news came out, or maybe a week and a half, announced that in two thousand twenty one or teased in two thousand twenty one that they were coming back, and so it's it's just so. It's a wild time right now because I think video games and the esports community in general has benefited so much from this entire uh, quarantine uh, episode and time frame that we're living in right now in the world, and it's clearly growing in in the in the shape of the fact that people are interested enough to want a twenty four seven gaming uh, 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 TV network, and that speaks volumes, bro, and it's really cool. Uh, I'm a little weary because again, G4 lasted a good while because it was so unique and interesting, but it kind of faded away as like the, the rise of the internet and the rise of, 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 you know, digital content became a thing. So I'm a little weary about going back to the TV space, but I think that um, it definitely could work. You know, if they do it right and they, they, they really attack that audience that they're, they're, they're advertising to, I think it could really work uh, uh, huge for them. But ultimately, I think it just depends on the personalities that they have and the content. Because if it's not engaging enough, no one's going to watch. So if they know yeah, their you, stuff, if they're, if they're in tune, then they can have a shot. Yeah, you definitely got to be entertaining. This is, I, I'm sure they got some entertaining names. Like, you, you know, you're not going to get random people to be on the 24-7 esports network that are not entertaining. These guys know what they're doing. They know how to gra- get the viewers. That's why they're at the level that is. Again, Cash Nasty, one of the names that are on the on for Ven. I used to watch him all the time. He doesn't do 2K as much anymore, but back in the day, like 2K he's 14, big time now. 15. He's too, too big time. Now he doesn't even really play games as much anymore, if, if I'm being honest with you. He's more like outside of the... He doesn't do games as much as he, he does used reactions, to. Right? Like, just like rea- he does reactions, right? He does reactions. He just, like, you know, like other... Like, you know, more like typical YouTubers. Just live, like more like, we're going to do this activity that's put on YouTube type of thing. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, because I think he's he's in the uh, the Chris Moose space. We talked about that last night. He's right? in um, Too Hype. He's part of that group. Of course, he, Too Hype. He, uh, him, Christopher London, um, uh, Jesser, um, Jesser the Laser. Yes, um, those guys, great great work. But they've they've moved into the Chris Moose space where it's like they they have the name. The name now is bigger than the content. Before as before, you kept producing content, producing content to get people to come on board. But now there's such a name 
that you just follow them just because and you you you'll always appreciate any type of content they put out. So he's in that space right now and good for him because that's when you got the bag on you. You know what I'm saying? So good for them and good for, for uh cash. But real quickly, I looked I looked at the list of the people that you mentioned. Yeah. And one person on here is Sasha Gray. I was like, whoa, that's kind of that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, but, when I said it, when I said it, I was like, whoa. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Said, I'm not gonna go said, into what what her former said, uh, uh job was, but you know, I, I just that's just a weird transition. But hey, good for her. Good for her hey, in this wait, new hold space. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stand by, stand by, stand by. Well, actually, you can continue on. I'm gonna see if this is say it ain't so. No, it's the same. I just look. It's the same one. Um, you know, good for her though for transitioning into the gaming space. Oh and, my goodness! And whatnot. But she was an OG from back in you know my oh, younger days. God, da, 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 da. All, right, I said, all right. I just said she's an OG from my younger days. Anyway, but Moving I'm glad on. to see. I'm glad to see all these guys and girls uh, uh, get into the space and really attack it. I think more and more attention on esports is is for the better and so i'm i'm really glad and thankful for ven obviously hopefully that g4 comes back alive because our, our boy from wrestling austin creed aka xavier woods has been campaigning his butt off to be a a, a personality on g4 um and have his, his own little unique show because he he runs his youtube channel up up down down i love he's that a, one that one's pretty cool it's usually successful really unique to him he's a great personality and so I hope he gets this opportunity to kind of run his own show on a, a platform like G4 or maybe even Ven. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely see. Well, wow, that took a turn I wasn't expecting. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, Johnny, uh, I know you have some new things you wanted to get into. So let me have it. Let yeah, man. Happen. We're going to have some quick hits here, man. Nothing too crazy. But um, oh, I see one piece of crazy news that is kind of late. But hey, we're going to give it to you anyway. Yes. But to start off, Cloud9. The Fame Esports Org uh, is collaborating with UConnect Esports to support collegiate esports, man. So uh, just a little, little blurb from Crystal Mills' article. Um, North American organization Cloud9 has partnered with Sponsorship Marketplace, UConnect um, Esports, to support collegiate esports through 2020. Cloud9 will run multiple campaigns throughout the fall semester, including online community events for collegiate organizations. Uh, the organization's first campaign, the Cloud9 LCS Community Events Activation, has already launched and features 16 collegiate esports and gaming communities across North America. Uh, Jack Etamine, Etamine, CEO and co-founder of Cloud9, stated in the release, collegiate esports is thriving. We at Cloud9 recognize its potential and want to be a part of the uplifting these hardworking students and resor with resources and opportunities. We're excited to see this generation of esports professionals grow, end quote. So big deal, we both know Cloud9, um, huge one one of the top major esports organizations in the world and for them to really uh dive head first and really try to uplift the collegiate esports community is huge bro because again we need to really filter in like like for any sport right baseball basketball football you start at the grassroots level you start at the, the youth level and i think for for the betterment of esports and the quality of esports you need to really get these kids to hone in when they're younger so in high school in college and really develop those skills so that they can transition like any other major sports uh, uh, transition period from you go to college, go to professionals, you go to collegiate esports, you go to becoming a professional streamer or professional esports um, player with, within any game that you so choose. So this is huge. I love it. And uh, yeah, I just, you know what, what's your thoughts on it, bro? You love to see it, right? You love to see it because if you're if you're if you're like 17 and younger, what are you doing? It's a pandemic. 
man. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, you can learn about video games in the crib. In the crib, man. So if you get if if and if, oh obviously this is doing collegiate is more towards the collegiate level. But again, you're in the crib. You're doing school. You got some spare time. Hey, you have an esports program? Come on down, baby. Get into it. Get with it. You got it's it's awesome. Um, you get to you get to play again. You get to play video games. Like who who's gonna say no to that? Like get to learn more yeah. about video games. You get some spare time and you get to hone your craft. And then when everything opens up and you get back into the real world. You say, hey, this is what I have to the table, and this is what I've been doing since quarantine. I'm a freaking esports gamer. Holla at you, boy! As, as, some, as Scott Steiner would say, if you don't know wrestling. Yeah. Anyways, so, yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, so so huge huge deal for them. But in uh, other news, though, and it really just has a personal spot for me, Twitch is helping build an esports league for HBCUs. Thank good Lord. This is awesome. Great work by them. So to kind of follow up on it, uh, to again, read a little blurb from now Kim Loin's article on this whole matter. And I quote, Twitch is partnering with Community, and that's Community with an X and not an O, uh, a nonprofit organization aimed at increasing minority youth participation in esports and gaming to create an esports league for historically black colleges and universities. The company announced Thursday students at HBCU Johnny, are you there? Yeah, what happened? You 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 cut you cut off. Uh, repeat what uh, you said. Uh, it's covering minorities. Uh, so read read the statement that you were reading again. My, All right. My, our apologies, folks. All right, so folks, hey, this is the part about quarantine that sucks is that we gotta do everything online, and sometimes internet is trash. Um, so yeah, so I quote again: Twitch is partnering with community, and that's community with an X. A nonprofit organization aimed at increasing minority youth participation in esports and gaming to create an esports league for historically black colleges and universities, the company announced Thursday. Students at HBCUs will receive a scholarship and educational support through its Twitch student program, and, the, and Twitch will help the schools expand esports programs. Community co founder Chris P says, as a graduate of an HBCU, he knows firsthand about the gaming industry's lack of representation. Growing up often taught you to get good grades so you, that you can get into a good college, graduate from that college, and find a good job, Peace says in a statement. Very seldomly do we talk about the entrepreneurship, let alone entrepreneurship within esports and video game industry. It's actually frowned upon in some fashion. So, uh, and there's some numbers here to kind of back up his statements. Uh, the International Game Developers Association show that 83% of black teenagers play video games, but the overwhelming, overwhelming, overwhelmingly majority of video game creators, 68% are European or Caucasian descent. So the goal is to kind of, of this program is to kind of bring more people of color into jobs within the video game industry and sector, which I am all for, obviously. Um, we as, as, as black men and women or people of color in general, I think growing up in our families, you're not, look, you're not looking to video games as a way out, right? It's either, and not to sound stereotypical, but you're either looking at sports, basketball, football, whatever, or you're looking at a music career, right? Or, or as an entertainer. So for us, I think that, you know, because growing up, I always had all my friends play video games. We all played, you know, the Maddens, the 2Ks, the Call of Duties, the racing games, uh, WWE games. And I would play that for, for hours and hours. And, you know, my mom would tell me, get off that game. You know, it's not going to get you anywhere. Well, now it's 2020 and it can, it can definitely get you somewhere. And I think that having Twitch uh, really go in and, 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 and support the esports uh, leagues 
within HBCUs is huge. It's awesome. And I can't wait to see uh, how it develops and, and who it, who it help uplifts as a, a future streamer and gamer, a pro gamer uh, who is uh, of, of color. So that's awesome. Look, man, Black Lives Matter, right? We talked about it before. We did a podcast on about it. Uh, t- not today is uh, these times, and although they're rough, they have re- made us realize these are these are the things we need to be concerned about. Uh, like African Americans, they should be given the opportunity, as many opportunities as er- uh, people of other colors as well. Even if you're Hispanic, like me, if you want, if you if you if you're from an Asian background, it doesn't matter. If you're a minority, you should have the equal opportunity as everyone else, no matter what your skin color is, what your background is, to learn esports. People and I don't... think, and, and not to cut you off, bro, but I, I don't want to make it seem like esports is like you know, yeah, yeah, we're denying, not saying, yo, denying these people. Racist, I just, I just, I just think that no. the barrier to entry is kind of difficult for for minorities because obviously the the, the money is not there. Like it takes a lot of you know, money to you know get the equipment to to be able to buy these games you know sometimes for some families you're not able to buy the latest 2k right away you're not able to buy all these different games to kind of jumpstart your your streaming career or jumpstart your pro career so i think that that's what they're talking about and what they're trying to to attack here with the hbcus is that by developing a program and through the twitch student program that they're able to kind of bridge that gap and not make it so um uh in in uh what's the word i'm looking for like well, I think unobtainable. Well, I think yeah, like you want to give them opportunities. Like here, you may not have the stuff, and we have it. Like this, essentially, it's kind of like what we do with CI. Like when we go to the schools, sometimes when we talk to the kids, and they say, "Hey, do you have this?" Sometimes there's kids that don't even. Have, believe it or not, the, Johnny, correct me if I'm. There's kids that we go out to and be like, "Hey, let's play." They'd be like, "I don't even have an Xbox One or PS4. I can't afford it." So yeah. that and and that's and that sucks, unfortunately, and. What we want, what we want to do, what we do, and what Twitch is going to do, they're going to offer them the opportunity, even though they don't, even though they don't have the opportunity to say, "Hey, I only got a PS3." Well, if you go on here on Twitch, you could give it a go, and yeah. that's 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 the goal here, and that's what you want to do. You want to you want to extend you want to extend your opportunities to the youth, get them thinking at an early age. Here, here's what here's what you could do. Don't let say don't let someone say, "Hey, video games are not for you." Look at the numbers, baby. I don't have numbers in front of you, but if you look it up, you will find <laughs> it. All right. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. What? Uh, what is it? Um, no, it's those, those suit commercials. You're gonna like the way you look. I guarantee. It. I don't remember what it is. It, oh, what it's, it's called. Uh, men's warehouse. <laughs> there you go. Men's warehouse. That's, that, like, it's, I'm, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Uh, you want to extend opportunities? Get them thinking at a young age. If I knew, if I knew about esports when I was playing Super Smash Bros. Mainly at five years old, maybe I'd be in Super Smash Bros. League right now. <laughs> Who knows? I was five years old when I got Super Smash Bros. Man, it came out on my fifth birthday, but so I I, I don't know. So, well, well, again, it's cool to see that Twitch is getting into it, and I hope to see, I hope a lot of uh, other streaming networks and other esports organizations that are that can help follow Twitch in that opportunity. Oh, absolutely! I think they will for sure. The word from our sponsor. Hey, Johnny. Since we're quarantined, there are a lot of adjustments I've made to my life. But one adjustment I made that was a great one was trying out a new refreshing drink called Lemon Perfect. Mmm, Lemon Perfect, you say? Why do they call it Lemon Perfect, my brother? Well, hold on. Didn't you hear what I said? It's called Lemon Perfect. The word perfect. Because it is perfect. Made from 100% organic lemons picked from Southern California. You know where they have Los Angeles and Oakland and all that? Yeah, that place. It's delicious taste, relieves stress, clear skin faster metabolism, and increased energy. So I can look good for the summer once we get out of this quarantine. 
<laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, okay, I, I feel you. But what's the ingredients, bro? You can't, you can't be slacking. What they got in there, bro? I thought I was done. You must be crazy. Guess what? <laughs> it has vitamin C. Five calories. You said it. Five. Put it. Just open your hand. Five. And zero. <laughs> now close your fist. Zero sugar. With four different flavors. Lemon. They got it. Blueberry acai. They got it. Dragon fruit mango. Come on. Easy. And peach raspberry, which is my favorite. Mm, okay, okay. I, I mean, you rock with that peach raspberry, but I'm a, I'm a basic dude, so I like the lemon, but all right, bro. You know what I'm saying? But what can we, what can we get this stuff? Where can oh, we get but you got, the lemon perfect, you got, bro? You got to expand your horizons. But yes, so enjoy the great taste of lemon perfect right now at Amazon. It is 2020. I am not trying to hear excuses. You have internet. You have a laptop. You have a phone. You're in the crib. Go to Amazon.com. I know you bought a bunch. I know you people buy a bunch of stuff on that website. So go look up Lemon Perfect and just apply the code 30ZeroSugar at checkout for 30% off your first purchase. Again, the code is 30ZeroSugar. The number 30, the word zero, Z-E-R-O-S-U-G-A-R, sugar, for 30% off your first purchase. So go now and enjoy the great taste of Lemon Perfect today because it is absolutely tremendous. But to, uh, yeah, to kind of wrap it up here and cap it off with the big piece of news, uh, which is not too, too late. It's only about maybe a week old. Um, Logic, you know, one of my uh, favorite rappers for, for several years now, um, kind of grew up on him in terms of my college life. I found him when I was entering college and listened to all his albums. And and uh, he's definitely one of my faves. He is actually, he actually announced his retirement from rap with his new album, No Pressure. Um, which I have yet to listen to. I'm saving it. I'm saving it for a rainy day because I, I, I don't want to listen to his last album and then and then not have nothing else to listen to. It's like listening to Pop Smoke. You trying to cry or something? Like no, no, no. No, it's like, it's like when I listen to Pop Smoke, it's like I know it's, no, it's going to be no more music. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to, you know, I, I want to... I, I want to have that that music there. You know what I'm saying? I want to still listen to some new, new, new Logic music, so I'm going to wait a little bit. But it's not about music right now. It's about him signing to Twitch exclusively... A deal worth seven figures, Rob. Seven smackaroos, bro, for the uh, former rapper uh, Logic. Uh, him and Twitch collabed together because Logic, if those of you don't know, is probably the biggest like gamer nerd type who just happens to be a rapper. Like it's just insane because he he really enjoys the gaming community. He enjoys games. Um, that's one of his biggest passions that he has. Uh, he's a huge Nintendo fan. Um. Uh, he he even has a song dedicated to Super Mario beat. Uh, it's hilarious. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy for him. I'm in the transition to a new uh, you know phase in his life. Uh, he's obviously a father now, and I think this gives him the opportunity to not be on the road so much and just kind of be at home, stream and and do his thing. His first time streaming on Twitch was uh, the release of his album. He actually just kind of played his album on his stream and uh, had people engage with him. So that was pretty cool, man. So I think if he continues to do this. Obviously, for seven figures, that ain't gonna hurt. Uh, it definitely could be a big thing for him, and yeah, I'm I'm hugely excited for him and this uh, new phase. Yeah, I I don't listen to I listened to two of his albums like a year ago to see what he's about. I don't remember. I don't. I can, if I if you tell me what's the recap, I can't give you an answer. That was only something wow. I ever listened to Logic. Unfortunately, wow. I remember the first time I told you, yo, I gave Logic a try, and you just like you just like punch me in the chest like what's wrong with you you you're missing out because he's been well granted you 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 late on some people so like i get it but like he's been out for like at least like last eight nine years probably ten for the most part you, but i caught him i caught him you, pretty early you and our and our high school friend aaron remember aaron 
yes. he is like he he you and him are like the biggest logic fans I know. I don't know any, I don't know I don't know yeah, I, I don't know logic that well. Yeah, if if you were to tell me he's probably I don't know anyone else in the music world or the hip hop world that is into esports, so that's a really cool thing. And hey man, Cortex I mean you got, you got you got you got you got offset, bro. Chill, 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 what chill, 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 chill. From- I said you got Offset from Amigos, bro. Chill. He's into he's, esports. He owns Atlanta Phase, bro. He's partnered with But he, with he's Phase. not on the sticks. Right? He's not on the sticks, man. Now he do. He do be on the sticks, though. Low key, he be, he be on the sticks, but not like that, like that, probably because he obviously man, still, still he's invested in he's invested in Phase, and Drake is invested in Hundred Threes. What's the difference? All right. Anyways, nah, so, Jake don't be on the sticks, bro. Nah, nah, nah. He'll be on the sticks like that. He's trash at Fortnite. You seen that Fortnite with him and Ninja, bro? He was booty. Hey, nah. man. That was how long ago was that? Maybe something changed, but who knows? Anyways, uh, yeah, uh, so it, yeah, it's cool. It's a cre- it's a really creative idea to release your last album, your retirement album, your farewell album on a Twitch stream. That's a good way to get your numbers going and promote. Hey, I'm on. <laughs> I'm done with music. Listen to this. <laughs> Check me out, baby. I don't know. Do you know what game he was playing when he was doing the stream? No, I, I don't think he he was playing a game. I said I think he was just like. He, his webcam was up and he was just vibing out with the music. Um, that, that could, he was he he, well, he could have gotten on the sticks, that would have been cool. Uh, but yeah, well, it is what it is. I'm gonna kill him for that, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's really cool, it's a really cool idea. Uh, it's really innovative. Uh, I'm super, I'm, I'm pretty sure people are gonna, other people are gonna follow the footsteps. It's not a retirement thing, but they're gonna promote new music on their gaming platform if they ever get into gaming. If you aren't, get with it, you're slacking. I know there's gamers yeah. out there in the hip hop world or the music world if you want to go there, but uh, yeah. It's a pretty cool thing, but here's my thing, Johnny. Do you really think this is his farewell album? I doubt it. You could tell me. I don't know. Again, I don't listen to him, but I find I just I understand why he's doing it because one, you want to. It's retire touring is uh, I can't. I don't know if I can curse, but it's it's a real it's, pain. It's a real pain. Yes, because it's yes. very time consuming, and you got a kid, and you want to be around the kid, and what's a better way to do it than? Doing another another hobby voice playing games with your kid in the house and you can grow up and get into gaming. Da, 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 da. It's a really cool yeah. thing, but and also quarantine gets you thinking. It gets you thinking. I <laughs> I, I like I know, I'm sure everyone has like thought up of some crazy things, or crazy crazy or creative things to do during this during this tough time. But yeah, do you really think he's retired? I don't think he's done. We'll get something um, else from him so sometime. He- I don't know when, but. Sometimes he he's teased retirement for a while now. I think he was teasing retirement, you no, know, after his third album, and that was like four albums ago. So um, you know, I think I, I think it's just the right time for him right now. Um, you know, he's still relatively young, so I, I there's always a chance for sure. But I think for him, he this is his this is one of his biggest passions besides music. And so I think if he just got dives deep first into this, that uh, he didn't really worry about music too much. Obviously, I think. In his spare time, if he's bored or if he's just feeling it, he might produce some songs. But I don't think he'll ever really, really release it until, like, you know, he he's willing to get back into that space again. Because if you can't, I feel like when you do music, you really can't be half in, half out because you won't produce the best stuff. So uh, for him, I think he needs to ride out this deal because this is an exclusive deal. You know, they're paying him to Twitch, to, not Twitch, to stream on Twitch. And so you can't just be like, and eh, nah, I'm going to go back to music. That's that's not how you Yeah, no, I'm not saying he's going to come back in like a year or two, but sometime 
Uh, hey, so, who, who knows? I wouldn't be. I wouldn't. So Johnny, be, no need mad. to, no need to, no need to listen to his music in the rain and just cry yourself to sleep. No need to do that. All right, bro. So, I have my whole plan ready, bro. Like springtime is gonna be a rainy what, day. What, I'm gonna listen to it. No, I'm the, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What the hell is wrong with you? My goodness. <laughs> look, here's what. If, if you're gonna be like that, I got, I got a piece of advice for you. Go to look up Sasha Gray. All right, there you go. I said it. Boom. There you go. Oh <laughs> no. Nah, uh, anyways, violent. um, yeah, uh. Well, we'll keep it like that. I don't know how that's where yeah, we're gonna end it. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't yes, know why you went uh, there, but fine, you know. Hey, man, it's it's a funny note to go out on. Uh, if you do do it, if if you, you know what, forget it. Anyways, moving on. So <laughs> yes, thank you for listening to this edition to the Reaching and Teaching podcast, uh, presented by CEI. John, do you have anything else you want to bring up? As I know, it's been no. a while, so I don't know if you have anything to get off your chest. Oh, uh, nah. Um, you know, for for us, I just want to let the fans and, and listeners know that we will be coming back. Uh, obviously, uh, thank you for bearing with us during these these weird times. Um, we're gonna be back on it every week. Uh, shout out to Joel for helping us edit these videos and yeah, yeah. And, and get it out there to to you guys in a timely manner. Shout out to, to the homie. But yeah, we're gonna be back doing our thing, keeping up to date with all the news. Um, and yeah. Bring you guys entertaining content as usual. Yes, sir. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So, yes. Th- again, thanks again for watching and uh, listening to this edition of the Reaching and Teaching Podcast presented by CEI. And again, hope to hear, uh, hope you guys give this a thumbs up and we'll see you guys soon. Peace.